Hi guys and welcome back to the Old Job Podcast. Thank you guys so much for choosing to listen to me again today. So today's episode, we are going to be talking about having those difficult conversations. And that one conversation I am thinking about in particular is having to ask your employer for more money. If you've ever been in a situation where you've had to ask for a pay increase, maybe it was in your current job or when you're about to start a new one, you know that it can sometimes be a bit intimidating because employers can sometimes have such a hard stance on where they stand and sometimes they just won't budge. And especially if this is a new job, you're left in that position where either you have a hard stance too or you accept their offer even if it isn't exactly what you want. So it isn't always the easiest of conversations. Also, on the other hand, if you're just asking for a pay increase from your current job, it can sometimes be difficult having these conversations because you never really know the right time to bring it up. And when you do, it's a matter of putting your case forward. But if you haven't had experience doing this, it can feel a bit awkward. So instead, some people might choose to not ask for their increase at all, or they just put off having that conversation. But that isn't necessarily always the right thing to do because in most cases if you don't ask then you won't get and if you're not going to advocate for yourself then nobody else will and that's the truth of it. So I do think it's important that if you aren't comfortable having those conversations that you are aware of that and as you progress in your career you are intentional about developing that skill further because it is a skill and it is important to know how to advocate for yourself in the right way especially in this regard. However, I'm not going to use this episode to talk about how to negotiate a salary or ways and when to do so, only because I think there are such great resources out there. And so instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to link some with this episode for your reference. But what I will be talking about today is what to do when you ask for a salary increase and the answer is no. What do you then do next? Do you stay or do you go? And if for you, it is to grab that briefcase and walk out the door Annalise Keaton style, then this episode is for you. So going straight into it, being told no can be a hard pill to swallow, especially when you don't think it's justified, but also when you've put in the work or you're doing more than is required of you and you know that you should be paid more. And so if you decide that you're going to leave your organisation because of this, that isn't necessarily the wrong decision. However, you should try to understand why you've been told no. And if it's for a reason that is within your control, then you should try to address those things before you make your decision to stay or leave. However, it's also important to understand that for most employers, decisions on pay are based usually on what they will gain in return. So provided that you are paid at market rate and in line with other colleagues, anything they are to pay you extra must come with a return. And this can come down to a number of factors, such as being multi-skilled or being a specialist in a particular area. For example, if you're a specialist and you have knowledge that a lot of people in your team don't have, or you are multi-skilled and you cover a wide range of responsibilities within your team and With both, you can point to a consistent pattern of behaviour that the organisation has benefited from. This is an example of something that will be taken into consideration when it comes to making a decision about your pay. Also, other things they can consider is whether you are dependable, if you are committed and invested in the success of the organisation and how you've been able to show this. For example, 
if you're proactive in your role and you're constantly coming up with new ideas that help their business. This is something that would be considered a return and should be taken into consideration when it comes to making decisions about your pay. However, a point to make is that whilst it's really important to be ambitious and to communicate your ambitions, you must be wise in the way that you do this because if you're somebody that's constantly talking about what you want to do next, and that doesn't necessarily fit into what is achievable within your organisation, and let's say your manager is aware of that, you can't then turn around in a meeting about your pay and talk about how committed you are to the organisation and your five-year plan of what you want to achieve whilst you're there, because they're likely to see straight through that. And if you were in their position, would you want to give more money or recognition to somebody that you know that will take that and use it to leverage their position within the market and just leave the organisation when they get something better. You wouldn't because that doesn't benefit you in any way. And whilst this isn't always the case, for example, an organisation can still give you your recognition even though they know you won't stay, it is worth bearing in mind. Lastly, and I think probably the most influential factor when it comes to making decisions about pay is what people say about you. Because nine times out of 10, decisions on pay usually come down to what people have said. And I've been in a situation where one unsolicited opinion cost me a pay rise. So trust me when I say good rapport with clients, members of your team and your manager, of course, is so, so important when it comes to making decisions about your pay. And of course, this is not an exhaustive list of everything that is taken into consideration when it comes to making a decision about your pay. However, the point that I'm trying to make is that it isn't enough to just say that you deserve a pay rise. You have to be able to show that in some way, the organization has benefited from your performance. And the best way to show this is by finding what is important to your organization. Let's say it is making sure the clients are happy. When you go and ask for your pay rise, make sure you make a point to show how the clients are happy because of something that you have done and the organization has benefited from this. And then let that be your justification as to why you want your pay rise. And also it goes without saying, If there are areas in your behaviour or work ethic that you know you need to improve on and are probably the reason why your manager is saying no to your pay rise, then make the effort to address those issues. Although it is worth noting that even if you do fix your behaviour or you're able to demonstrate behaviour that the company has profited from, unfortunately there is still no guarantee that you'll get your increase. And this is because there are again other factors that come into play and affect such decisions on pay irrespective of your performance or value to an organisation. For example, being in a global pandemic, some organisations might not be in a position financially to give increases and so that will directly impact you. So now for whatever reason you've asked for an increase and you've been told no. So where do you go from here? Well, I've been in a similar situation where I asked for a pay increase and the answer was no. So for some context, I had been in a role for just over a year and at that point in time, I knew that I was doing a lot more than what was required of me and I felt like I deserved an increase or at least some recognition for what I was doing. So I raised this with my manager and she gave me a whole load of reasons as to why an increase wasn't possible at that time. 
And so that was a hard pill to swallow because I knew that I had gone above and beyond. And to me, that just felt like all my efforts were wasted. And obviously I know they weren't because they were learnings that nobody can take from me. But in that moment, I wasn't thinking that. I was ready at that point to pack up my bags and deuces. But after I calmed down, I had to look at the situation and actually think if it practically made sense for me at that moment in time to leave. And the answer was no. And I got to that decision by asking myself these three things. Firstly, I asked myself what were the needs that I had at that time and how much of those needs were being fulfilled by my job and did this outweigh my need for more money at that time? And the answer was yes. I had just started a professional qualification and my organisation had opted to fund it. And they also gave me a lot of flexibility around my working hours and my ability to take days off when needed. So in that situation, it paid me to stay in my organisation as I had more to gain from staying, even if that meant I wasn't going to get an increase to my salary at that moment in time. So the point I'm trying to make is that you have to first consider what it is you have to gain from where you are and whether or not your organisation meets your current needs. If, however, you feel like it doesn't, and you're also not getting that reward or recognition that you desire, then you can at least make an informed decision to either stay or go. The second thing I considered was whether or not I still had more to learn from where I was. And the answer was I did have more I wanted to learn, and I knew I could do so much of that in my current organisation. So it didn't make sense for me to leave at that moment in time. And also, if I had left, I would have been moving to a like-for-like role. So I would have gone into another organisation, probably at the same level that I was at. Whereas with just an extra year of learning and development, I knew that I would be able to apply for more senior positions. So again, I took this into consideration and decided to stay. And the last thing I considered was whether or not I had prayed about it and I had gotten the go-ahead to leave. And I think if there's anything that you're going to do, that is the most important thing. Because often we can make decisions about our career out of anger or in haste. And the worst thing you can do is move on to another organisation out of frustration and you absolutely hate it. You're left in a situation where you either have to ride it out or you leave after a short period of time and as you progress in your career having less than a year's service in an organization provided that you weren't on a sort of temporary contract doesn't present well when organizations are considering hiring you because to them that reads as you aren't somebody that stays in a place long and so it is important that when you are making moves in your career that they are strategic and well thought out and you are doing your research and you're making an informed move. And also the labour market is so small, you never know who you are going to work with again. So it's so important that if you do choose to leave where you are, that you leave on a positive note because you never know who you are going to work for again. And wherever you do choose to go next, as always, work at God's standard. Thank you guys so much for choosing to listen to this episode today. I hope you found it useful and you can take a few things away from all that we've discussed today should you ever find yourself in such a situation. As always guys, make sure you follow our social media pages at the OOJO podcast and if your notifications aren't turned on for Apple Podcasts and Spotify, what are you waiting for?
also if you haven't listened to some of the other episodes make sure you catch up now till next time guys bye